Good evening, Chicago. You're listening to Inspirational Perspective. I'm your host, Linnell Harris, Chicago's very own life coach, right here on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. Inspirational Perspective on your radio is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. That's what this show is about. So if you're tuned in, then be prepared to get tools on how to live the best life possible. And tonight's topic is all about that, because I believe in order for us to live the best life possible, that we have to be connected to our purpose. We have to know our purpose. And if you don't know your purpose, then I believe it's impossible to live the best life. And if you do know your purpose, there is one thing and one thing alone that can kill your purpose, that can poison your purpose, and that is fear. That is fear. So tonight, what's your purpose? Now, my purpose is to help myself and others live the best life possible. As a matter of fact, tonight I'm going to share my entire purpose because most of the time I most of the time I, I abbreviate it. But my entire purpose is to learn with fervor, to teach others all over the world with passion, to help myself and others live the best life possible by working hard, playing hard and loving hard and leaving a legacy for my family and a positive mark on this world. So tonight I want to talk about fear in particular because it's my belief that fear is the number one killer of your purpose. All right, so I got a couple of questions for you guys. The questions I have for you all tonight are how do you handle your fears? How do you handle your fears? Because one of the things I can tell you is that we all have them. We all have them. I mean, you cannot be alive. You cannot be kicking and shaking and not be afraid of something. Okay? So we all have them. So the first question is, how do you handle your fears? And the second question is, what is the consequence of being ruled by your fear? Like, what would you say is the consequence of that? So those are the questions tonight. I want you to know, think long and hard about it. Someone on Periscope just typed in the way they handle their fear is to trust God. I think that's a good one. As long as you're in action. Because sometimes, I'll tell you, I think we use that as a way to stand still and not take action. And sometimes trusting faith takes action. I think if you say trust God and you're a Bible-believing person, I believe there's a scripture that says faith without works is dead. So to that, you got to take action in the face of your fear. All right, but that's the dialogue tonight. And tonight in particular, I wanted to open up the show as the phone calls come in to part of the reason I wanted to have this conversation. You know, I mentioned that there's a lot going on right now in the world. I think a lot of us are scared of what we see in the potential upcoming election. I think a lot of us are scared about what we see 
in the United States from a social environment. We're scared of what we see with the police. Fear is rampant. And I think if there's no other time, right now is the time to have the conversation about how fear impacts us. How fear manipulates us to stay stuck and not take action. And if we take action, often not take the action that we know we should be taking. But one of the reasons why I'm really present to this conversation is because this is the five-year anniversary of Inspirational Perspective. So five years ago this month, Inspirational Perspective, I published a very first blog post for Inspirational Perspective, and that changed everything for me. I talked about it in the Coach Scope earlier this week on Monday. For those of you who don't follow me on Facebook, you can follow me on Facebook to check out those Coach Scopes, or you can follow me on Periscope as well to check out those Periscopes. But on day one, I shared a scope that basically told the story of how I was afraid to start Inspirational Perspective. And what I had to do is actually take action in the face of that fear. And then I went on to say that courage, courage is taking action in the face of fear. That is, in my opinion, the definition of what courage is. And we'll talk more about courage a little bit later. But the reason this is such a, I guess, a intimate or personal topic for me is because in my life, what I have noticed is as I overcome fear, as I attack fear, as I operate in the face of fear, I have breakthroughs. And they're breakthroughs that I would have never had, I would have never received if I didn't take that step. So tonight I want to encourage us to take the step. And I believe one of the ways to take the step is to have a conversation about it, to talk about fear, bring it into the space, investigate it, distinguish it, so we can understand how it shows up for us, how it shows up in our community, and what we can do. So, take my first call. I got Terry here on the south side. How are you? Hey, brother. How you doing? I'm well, man. How you doing? Okay, interesting subject. One of the things that comes to mind when I think of fear is false expression appearing to be real. Yep, I've heard that one before. So tell me more. Yeah. And, tell me more. And, uh, Fear can, fear can stop a lot of things. One of the, when you start talking about purpose, we all have a great purpose. We may not know it, but we have a purpose, and fear can block that too. So just like the Bible says in Proverbs, the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. And a lot of things, a lot of problems we have is based on lack of knowledge. I would uh, agree. But I'll tell you this. So what about this? Because knowledge can also create more fear. I'll give you a perfect example. Okay. I tell you what, then we're using the wrong word. Wisdom. Well, oh, nice. Nice. Now, wisdom. Nice. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I like how you, uh, I like how you switched that. I can get with that. And here is where I was going with the knowledge thing. Because sometimes I'll learn something. And I'll, I'll tell my wife, babe, come here, let me, let me tell you about this. And it might be late at night. She'll be like, I don't want to hear that right now. One, because it's something that might create some fear, right? It's knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's something we need to know because it's going to help us operate with a, full, right. with a full lens, right? 
Mm-hmm. But at the same time, sometimes she's like, I don't want to know that. I don't want that knowledge because that knowledge is going to create fear. So I love how you said, well, wisdom, because one of the things for me, as I gain more knowledge and it creates fear, when I'm praying, that's what I'm praying for, wisdom, to navigate the knowledge. But also, the knowledge comes from being in different situations. Like when you're young, you get a certain amount of knowledge. But then as you get older, you learn how to take that knowledge and make it into wisdom. Now, is that a function of age, though? Pardon? Is that a function of age, or is it a function of just exposure and wisdom? I couldn't hardly hear you say, is it a function of what? Is it a function of age? You said as you get older. Oh, you know what? doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be based on age, but because of the way we live life, that is a being that way. Because you're not going to be... I hear what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. Yep, absolutely. I do. Absolutely. You're not going to be focused enough at a young age to achieve that so early. Just like I'm give you a quick well, you know, scenario. And, you know, so I disagree. I do disagree with that. And that's one of the reasons I asked the question. Because if we say that, then we give young people an out. And no, no, you, I don't mean it. In, I don't mean it in the physical sense. Okay. Okay. I don't mean it in that sense. So, I, I see what you where you're going with. No, okay. I don't mean it in the physical sense because. You still got to live life based on your environment, family, how you're being raised, and all that affects you. Yeah, absolutely. It does. It does. Well, Terry, thanks so much for the phone call, man. I'm going to take some other calls. Sure. Thanks for the point you made. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks a lot. All right. All right, so nice thoughts from Terry. So I, I got a question from Periscope that I want to address. And the question was, are some people destined to be afraid of things, to fear things. And, you know, my answer to that question is if you're alive, you're destined to fear. I don't think that you can avoid fear. When Terry was speaking, one of the people I was going to bring up was Muhammad Ali. He was 22 years old and he seemed to be fearless, but he was a human being. And I can tell you, I believe that in the dark corners of his room, there were times where he had to confront those fears because to be alive, to be human in a lot of ways is to be scared. And that's part of the function of life. The uncertainty that comes with living that makes life what it is. And so, you know, to answer that question, I believe, I believe that to be alive means that we all have some fear. Now, the difference is we don't have to operate in that fear. We don't have to operate as a hostage of that fear. So tonight's topic is fear, the purpose killer. And, you know, this afternoon I taught a workshop every month. I host a workshop called Purpose, Power, Possibility. And one of the things that we talked about in the workshop is how fear is basically like a poison to the seed of purpose. In talking about that with the group, one of the things that we distinguished is that if you allow your fear to run the show, to run the show of your life, it would be impossible to live out your purpose. Because the very nature of purpose, you know, to live your purpose means that you're on a path. And while you're on that path, you have 
to have courage because often you don't know how you're going to live that life. And one of the things I do in the workshop is I share, I share a little bit of myself, my personal story. And I share with the workshop participants today how I distinguished my purpose when I was 23 years old. And when I was 23, basically I was, I was broke. I was deep in debt trying to get out of debt. You know, I had recently been politely asked to leave college, or you can call me a college dropout. And I distinguished the purpose that I shared earlier in the show, that my purpose was to help myself and others live the best life possible. And at the time, the only thing that I knew how to do was to help myself. I couldn't help anybody else at the time. I had to help myself. And in helping myself, often I had to confront my own fears. And I'll share with you guys before in the show that when I was a young man, I was told that I wouldn't be a leader because I could not speak. You know, I could not articulate my words. My words would run together. I couldn't take the thoughts that I had in my mind and get them to come out of my mouth quite the way I can today. All this that you see here is practice and me confronting my fear, getting in front of people, practicing, practicing at night by myself, practicing in front of people, walking on stage petrified, confronting my fear, doing it afraid. And as a result, now I'm in a position where I can live my purpose. And the other thing that I talked about is purpose is like an onion. And so as you go deeper, you begin to reveal more of what your purpose is, more of what it is that you should do. And as I identify these things, I begin to realize that, wait, I'm afraid again. And this week is actually a really good representation of that. So this past weekend, I had the opportunity to speak in Washington, D.C. at the Blogging Wild Brown Conference. And while speaking there, well, after speaking there, I've shared the story of how my blog transformed my life, a lot of the things that the blog brought into my life, and how I confronted my fears in publishing the blog in the very first place. And so after I got done speaking, a woman came up to me, and she basically told me, she's like, hey, while you were speaking, I looked you up on social media, and I noticed that you have a lot of written material. I noticed that you have a lot of quotes but I don't see much video. The only video I saw is of you periscoping your radio show on Saturday evenings. And then she asked me, why don't you do a coach scope every day of the week? And I looked at her and I was like, well, I I just have it. But if I were to be honest, you know, and most of us guys, we're not going to tell a woman that walked up to us and ask us a question. Well, I haven't done it because I'm scared. We're not going to say that. Right. But if I was if I was to be honest in that moment, when I really think about it, then the real honest answer would have been, you know what? I haven't done that because I'm afraid to do it. I mean, that would be the honest answer. But then what she did is she challenged me. She says, well, I'm going to be videoing myself all week on Periscope and Facebook Live. Would you join me in the challenge and take on the commitment to do a coach scope every day for the next five days. And I reluctantly said, yes. Okay. So Monday I recorded the very first coach scope. So those of you who are interested in it, you can go to Periscope and check it out. It's uh, day one. Um, There's five of them because I did one every day of the week. There's five. 
But you can check out day one where I talk about doing it afraid. And you can also see it on Facebook. If you follow me on Facebook, if you go to the Inspirational Perspective Facebook page, you can also see it there. But let me tell you about the experience, because I think that's where the real meat is. So the experience was interesting because when I realized that the reason I hadn't been doing much video is because I was afraid. And when I say video, I mean live video, like actually getting on Periscope without, you know, prepared material, just kind of getting on and saying, here's the topic. Let's go for the next five to 10 minutes. Okay. And when I realized that the reason I had been doing that is because of fear. Then I knew, okay, I had to I had to confront the resistance to doing it. And I knew when I committed to do it, I was going to encounter more resistance, not just fear. But I knew resistance would show up somewhere. And sure enough, it did. The very first day, none of my technology would work. When I was ready to scope, my phones weren't charged up enough. They wouldn't even let me go live. And the reason I'm sharing this is because somebody out there right now knows what it is that they're supposed to do. You know the action that you're supposed to take, and you're not taking it because you are afraid. You might say you're waiting or you might have what I call perfectionist procrastination. And what I mean by that is I'm going to wait until it's perfect. I'm going to wait until I know I'm not going to fail. I'm not going to mess up. And let me tell you, you'll be waiting forever. That means it will never happen because perfectionist procrastination doesn't happen. That's the whole point. But basically what I learned is. When you make a commitment and you begin to go after the commitment, circumstance and situation will arise. It will arise. And the question becomes, who will you be in the face of that circumstance when it comes to keeping a commitment, especially when fear is a part of the equation, especially when fear is a part of the equation? So this past week, I took on the commitment. I did all five coach scopes. And and let me tell you, after the first one, I had to basically take off my T-shirt because it was drenched with sweat. After the second one, I had to take off my T-shirt because it was drenched with sweat. Again, fear, right? Fear will cause a physiological, biological response. And then once I started to surmount the fear, then I started having other problems. Like if you look at day two. The video was sideways. It didn't orientate itself. And then the question became, are you going to keep it out there? Or are you going to delete it? And I'm sharing this because fear shows up in all kinds of ways. It manifests itself against our commitments in all types of ways. And then as soon as you begin to surmount the fear, expect circumstance to jump in the way. Expect some type of situation to get in the way. So I just wanted to share that because I know that there's someone out there right now who can take something away from it. And I'll tell you, when you look in fear in the face, typically we have a lot of what if questions. What if this goes wrong? What if that happens? What if this doesn't work? What if, what if, what if? But then when you beat fear, when you conquer it, when you take courage and operate in the face of fear, what happens is you begin to ask yourself questions of, What if I hadn't beat that fear? Then what would have happened? Like when I think about the blog, what if I had never published the first post? 
What if I let perfection and procrastination go on for another year? What if I was afraid? What if, what if, what if, right? What if I had let fear win? And so one of the things that we have to do when we have a commitment, especially when it's based in purpose, because again, I believe that fear is the purpose killer. One of the things that we have to do when we know that our actions are rooted in purpose is we have to get real clear on where we're going. You might not know how to get there, but you have to get very clear on where you're going. Because think of the resistance that's in front of you. I've I've already called it out. Fear is the first one, right? You got to surmount the fear. But then once you surmount the fear, typically, as soon as you get past the fear, then some type of circumstance will arise, some type of situation, some type of barrier, some type of wall, some type of obstacle comes up, and you have to be prepared to persevere through that, even when you're not afraid. But this is what it takes to be great. And the question becomes tonight, are you committed to your own personal greatness? Are you committed to your own personal greatness? And when I say that, another way to translate it is, are you committed to your own purpose? Are you committed to the purpose that you have on the planet? So that's just something for us to think about tonight in regards to fear and how it kills purpose. You know, one of the things I wanted to do tonight also is I wanted to talk a little bit about inspirational perspective because it's a purpose based show. And if we're talking about fear being a purpose killer, then, you know, I have to talk about why the fear showed up for me in the first place when I first started this blog that is now a publishing company that is now a radio show. And part of the reason I started Inspirational Perspective is, one, connected to my purpose. But, two, because I wanted to give those who read the blog, those who hear my voice through the radio, a wake-up call. Because one of the things that I believe is that a lot of us are asleep. I mean, when it comes to our own personal purpose, when it comes to our greatness, when it comes to all of the things that we inherently bring to this earth from being alive, many of us are asleep to why we are here. Many of us don't even know who we are. Like in the workshop that I teach, Power, Purpose, Possibility, One of the questions I ask is, you know, who are you in the world? And one of the first things that most people do is they tell me what they do. They don't tell me who they are. They give me some type of title that some job gave them. Or they commence to telling me all the things that they do on a daily basis. And the fact of the matter is that's not who they are. I mean, think about that. Many of us 
move around on a daily basis and we don't even know who we really are. And part of the reason for that, I believe, is once we get confronted with who we are, then we have to do something about it. If you know that who you are at the very core of your being is power, leader, love, then you got to go do something about that. That means you have actions that you need to take to be aligned with that purpose. And so I think sometimes we don't want to know because it's easier to stay asleep. It's easier to stay entertained. It's easier to try to figure out who's winning the game. It's easier to look at the stats of another man than look at your own stats and figure out who you are and what it is that you're supposed to be doing on the planet. And I'll tell you, I'm fired up about it because a lot of what's going on right now, I know that we have the help that we need. I know that there's somebody out there whose purpose is to lead. But until they're willing to step into it, here we are. Here we are. And the thing is, purpose is not always just about leading. Sometimes purpose is about play. Purpose is about is about relaxation. Purpose is about helping us kind of kick our heels up and do something else. But unless you know that about yourself and you're taking action on it, you're asleep. So I want you to consider three questions. The first question is, who are you? And I'm not talking about what you do. I'm talking about who you are from the core of your being. Second question is, what's your purpose? The third question is, why are you alive? And, you know, these are questions that I ask on a regular basis. And these are questions that you should know. But if you don't, let's work through it real quick in the next five minutes. First question was, who are you? So when you think about this question, one of the best ways for you to answer this question is to really begin to get intimately involved with yourself. Because when I ask you who you are, it really is more of a question of who you be. Because who you are has nothing to do with your job, has nothing to do with your title. I mean, we think it does. Some of us believe it so deeply that as human beings, we have, we have the one distinction of being the group that has heart attacks between 8 and 9 on Monday mornings. I mean, that's how connected to our job and our titles that we are. But that's not who you are. I mean, you didn't get put on the planet to go sit in the cube, look at spreadsheets, or push out reports. That's not why you're here. So the, the answer to this question is directly connected to your purpose. And that leads us to the next question of, you know, why are you alive? Why you're alive is really, in my opinion, to live out your purpose. So then that takes us to what's your purpose. And I'll tell you that if you don't know your purpose, priority number one, priority number one is to distinguish your personal purpose on the planet. Because I'll tell you, if, if you don't know your purpose, it's like a ship headed out into the ocean, into sea with Maybe some provisions, some food, but no real direction. And unfortunately, a lot of us are out to sea 
with no real direction. And we wonder why we wake up with anxiety every day. We wonder why, you know, we have these emotions of not feeling fulfilled. It's because you don't know what you're doing. You don't know where you're going. And so one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about this work, why I started the workshop, is to help people identify their purpose and push past the fear that is a purpose killer. So if I've shared something tonight that you like and you think the workshop is for you, you know, go to murder, murdermediocrity.com. I think we still, the last workshop was today. We still have the information up for uh, today's workshop. It won't be updated until Monday morning. But I'll tell you, go out there, check it out. No, come on out. Figure out your purpose. It's crucial. Because once your purpose is distinguished, then it's time to start taking action. Immediate action towards fulfilling that purpose. And then once you begin to take those actions, then it's about just continually reminding yourself of this is why I'm here. This is my purpose. This is the reason I'm here. I cannot stop because of fear. I cannot be paralyzed or stuck because I'm afraid. I have to move in the face of fear. I have to take on courage. I have to be courageous and operate in the face of fear and do what it is that I know I'm supposed to do on this planet afraid so I can fulfill my life's purpose. Because your purpose, your life's purpose, I know for a fact is critical to all of us. It's critical to all of us living a fulfilled life, all of us doing what it is that we know we can do on this planet within this lifetime. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Inspirational Perspective. Don't let fear dictate your direction. Be courageous. Pull out the map and go where you know you're supposed to go. Again, I'm Linnell Harris. You're listening to Inspirational Perspective, Chicago's very own life coach. Thank you guys for joining. Have a great one, everyone. Be safe.